if you worked at a McDonald's, no one asked like, how do you feel about making the fries? How do you feel about, you know, like changing out the uh, shake machine or cleaning, cleaning out the shake machine? No one cares. So the thing is like, you got to focus on, on, on the metrics of which matters. Awesome. So welcome to the Asian Q&A. You got your host here, John. We got Joanne. We got Albert. Uh, we have a, good, a lot of good topics for today. But uh, first off, uh, do you guys have any questions? Anything you guys want us to address? Okay, my question is um, on the IUL, if I want to start IUL, do we have, is there a special training like annuity? So they're asking if there's a specific like certification product training from the back end before you have to sell. No. So with an annuity, you do. Um, IULs, you don't. You just, from your standpoint, you got to know how to create a product and create an illustration, but there's no specific mandatory training for it to start selling it. There's, a, there's no state required training. Uh, certain carriers like NLG, I don't know if there was an annuity training or, or, I, or a, Life training, not for IOL, not that I so know. So maybe it's the state of New York. Yeah. So certain states may have it. So I, state of New York, I remember I submitted an application in state of New York for for NLG, and then they were like, "Hey, you missed the training," and I'm like, "I didn't know there was a training." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so gen gen there's generally no. It's not like yeah. an annuity where you need to get knock a certain number of hours first for the state. Okay. We we attended this morning uh, an annuity training. With uh, is that if if L, Brad uh, Allen, was it Brad Allen? It's a uh, um, no, it's a uh, America. It's a uh, like you know they want you to submit everything to the ask the specialist. Yeah, mm -hmm. AMS. Yeah. So. So I'm just wondering if we are contracted with a specific company, uh, insurance company, are they going to provide us the illustration so we can practice and? Not bother the corporate office for helping illustration. So corporate office is really good, especially when you're brand new, because they'll they'll give you their input. And more importantly, you may only be contracted with one or two carriers, whereas they're all all contracted with all of them. So they can provide you an illustration for multiple things. Um, the only the only drawback to that is, you know, I, I just used them recently. I requested information on I would say a month, uh, maybe a Friday. They get back to me two days later, two business days. So it just takes longer in time compared to you learning how to do it and then being able to get everything illustrated right right on the spot. You're talking about the SRS department? Yeah. Simple retirement solutions. Yeah. So I, I've actually yeah. dealt with this uh, for a couple of new agents recently. So one, he he said he had experience with with IULs. And then he was like, hey, can you, do you have you know, some time? Can you, can you walk me through the, the software? And I was like, yeah. And then we spent a little bit of time. I'm like, generally, this is how it goes. And then turns out that I don't think he knew very much about maybe the interface was different for that carrier. So he was like, hey, can you can are you available when I do the application? Can you can you sit on me with the whole time so we can go through? I'm like, first of all, I mean, I don't I don't know that familiar. I'm not that familiar with it where I can walk you through it without looking at it. But also, but also, I'm like, utilize your resources. So the thing is, if you call the carrier, ask for the sales help desk. They are super helpful, you know. So the thing is, they they they'll take they'll take the time, they'll walk you through because you know they want your business. You know, that's it's a business relationship. I had I had that agent call, and then afterwards he did the application. I was like, "How was it?" And he was like, "Oh, they're so helpful. They're they're so great." And I'm like, "Yeah, and you know, the, like they actually probably know the process." Of, 
I'm not going to say probably, they for sure know the process better than I do. So I'm like, why don't you just go to them directly? That's, this is what their job is dedicated to do. So if you guys need help learning the illustration software, if you guys have general questions, obviously reach out to your upline. We'll be more than happy to help you with that. But if you're trying to get, trying to go in depth and trying to figure out how do I navigate through the website? How do I run illustrations? How do I do the application? That's, you know, they're, they're the experts. Yeah. So two part, if you want to get multiple quotes or multiple or presumably the best IOL product for the, the, the scenario that you want, if there's a, a super crazy scenario, let me use my scenario. My client um, most likely didn't understand IOL and how they work. They wanted to see a guaranteed product. They wanted to see the guarantee that it's going to last till age 100 or age 90. Because, you know, when you're looking at the IOL, there's going to be the guaranteed, non guaranteed. And then sometimes the guaranteed side is going to be short. It's going to be like 15, 20 years, expires to 80. So they wanted to see it till 90. Well, we used to have two products with that that we don't sell anymore. So we had Global Atlantic's uh, Accordia, the Foundation Elite. They stopped doing it. And then Mutual of Omaha used to have the GUL guaranteed, and you can choose 80, 85, 90, 95, 100. They stopped selling it. So I said, okay, well, I'm out of options that I know of. Let me go email, ask a specialist. And they provided another product all the way till age 121. It was more pricier than other IULs. So this is their benefit. It could be past your, your level of expertise. They can canvas a lot of the additional insurance carriers. But once you know, let's say you want to go with Mutual of Omaha, with FNG, a specific carrier that you want to sell, then you just got to figure out how to do the illustration. That's when you would want to call the carrier themselves. You let them know the situation and then they'll help you out with an illustration. The FNG is really good. They'll walk you through. They'll teach you how to do it. Some carriers, they'll just send you the illustration. So then you can kind of figure it out on your own. So I did both. Before I asked the specialist, I actually called uh, one of the carriers. I called Transamerica because I haven't used them before. And they were confused. Like, what? Guaranteed at this point, we don't have that. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't make sense that it beats the purpose of the IUL. So I would just do this. It's like, okay, I got it. So I tried something else. Hopefully that so, helps. Oh, yeah. So actually, I got the email already from FNG. And then when I, you know, because they want me to review the thing. And then, but it's showing only for fixed life. And I, I requested, you know, to be able to do IUL. So when I called them, they said that, it will take another a week and a half. You know, I will get it another is, email for the IUL. Well, the IUL is fixed. We we can only sell fixed um IULs, index universal lives. We can't sell variable IULs. Oh yeah, I know. But in the in the contracting, it shows fixed life. Is that IUL included in there? In the fixed wow. life? I'm not aware of any uh, term or whole life products that they sell. I know they only sell IULs. Because what we understood is there is another department that we have to connect with. You know, for IUL. For IUL. So the contracting link that was sent out to you specifically was for the IUL product. So you barely submitted the contracting for that product, I believe, yesterday. So typically they do take about five to seven days to be able to assign your writing number, but you should, once you um, are assigned or once they complete your contracting, you should have access to doing the IUL product. Oh, okay. Because I was just wondering, because in the, 
the one the email you know yesterday I received and I look it up it's a fixed life so I guess the IUL we are doing is included in that fixed life yeah you could try so when you go when you go to the portal mm-hmm. and we, we can go a little more in depth after after the call but if you go on the portal you go under sales tools I believe and then you do the drop down it'll say illustrations you select that and then you enter the client's information, you select the product, you select the state, there's a drop down from there. It'll ask what type of product and index, univer- in, uh, index universal life should pop- populate within that drop down. Mm-hmm. So if you don't see it, then maybe it's taking a little bit of time for them to add that to the portfolio, but oh, otherwise okay. you should you should be okay. Yeah. We'll double mm-hmm. check later. Okay, we'll check later then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have contracting with the annuity side and FNGs. FNG side and the life side, they only have the IUL for their life and then they have the annuity. So the fixed life should be the IUL. Okay. Also, I've, Just, I've, well, I, I know I know that you guys have done IULs in the past. Are you guys familiar with how to design an IUL and put together an mm-hmm. illustration? Well, cool. it's kind of a little bit different. The one in Canada, the mm-hmm. IUL it's not, you know, there is, is, is not, there is no zero. I mean, you know, it can go below zero, but at the same time, there is a bonus that is included. So there is the client will get two bonuses. One is, you know, based on their performance of the market. And the other one is a a bonus because they are consistently paying, you know, the premium every month. So they get two bonuses. So, we do the premium is uh, usually 20 years. And after that, they can stop paying the premium. And then the cost of insurance eventually will be paid by the bonus that they are getting. So by and by, it's like no more cost of insurance. Kind of like when you do a 401k, they're doing a 401k matching. Yeah. So when you put in, they do a little bit of matching. And then that matching will offset basically because you're doubling the premium payment. Yeah, well... Every every carrier has like slight nuances where they're a little bit different, but yeah, I mean, if you have a general idea of how how to put together an IUL, it, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be it shouldn't be too difficult. So I mean, the, the the interface will look different. There's a few nuances as mentioned that that might be slightly different, but overall, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, you know, we should be able to help you walk through the basics in terms of how to structure yeah. it, how to how to how to build it out according to each individual tailored client. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll it'll be fine. If you guys enjoy. I'm saying it too many times. Thanks for joining us so far. That's all I remember. We continue to share with other people. We, do, we do probably need to redo it, right? Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you guys have found this stuff helpful up to this point, or you guys would like to see some other stuff, please uh, like and subscribe and uh, create a comment so we can uh, cover that next topic. And continue watching the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, you know, it will take us, you know, while we really want to learn the thing first before we, you know, start talking to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to, you know, start with people that we really, really know, you know, so that we make like, you know. And this is where we can help you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the best thing is having your character or your client profile, your mm-hmm. their, their scenario. How old are they? What's their, mm-hmm. you know, income that they want to put into the IUL? How mm-hmm. can they overfund it or not? Okay. So this is what we mentioned it before, but with the IULs, you have an accumulation product and you have more of a death benefit product. And if they're too old, sometimes it's not enough to accumulate. Then we push a a death benefit. product. So, yeah. And then, then, mm -hmm. 
And also, where do we find like, you know, the client's worksheet? Where do we find those forms? Yeah, it's, it's on the Google Drive. It should be under agent info. And then once, well, once, once you click on agent forms, you'll see field materials. It's on the field <laughs> materials folder. No, no. When you mentioned about Google Drive, is that like a website or what is it? Because we don't know what, you know, we are not familiar well, with Google link Drive. To it? It, it was, there's a link in the uh, welcome email. If you, if you go back in there, if not, we'll send it to you guys. We'll send you the link. You can bookmark it onto your phone and then just, just put a star next to it. So that way it always pops up when you open the Google Drive application. Yeah, it's an application by Google. So you can actually go to your iPhone, download Google Drive on the App Store. And then okay. as long as you're logged in to um, to your, your Gmail account and mm -hmm. you've been invited to the, the Google Drive, you have access to it. So it's a, it's a website link. We can send it to you and you can always open it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You. you have to be very patient with us because, you know, we are very, what do you call no, that? Uh, old school. And, you know, I'm <laughs> just trying our best to, you know, okay. to catch up with. File. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll make sure to send that out to you guys. So you guys yeah. Yeah. I just sent it to you. So you guys, you yeah, guys have it. It's a cloud file. It's a storage. Like for you, it's like, okay, all you have to do is just click this, click that. But to us, it's like, you know what? And you know, it's like, it's like a new world out there. And don't worry, you guys can always repeat the same questions. We're very patient. We understand because when Thank a new you. agent comes in, there's so many things flying at you. We might be able to just say it one time, but of course you got something else you're looking at and then you forget about that part. So do, do not worry. Keep asking us. The more Thank questions you. you have, the better. Plus, I mean, you, you guys already, you guys already have been in the industry for a while. You guys have sold out you well. So, I mean, so really you guys already know what you're doing. The only thing is every time you get a new carrier, you come into a new organization. I mean, you're you just got to just figure out that language, right? Because at the base of it, we know we know we know what it's about. But you know, our job is to try to help you uh, try to bridge that gap faster. So if the more questions that you guys ask, I mean, as, as long as you guys are working, you guys are, are building towards something. Like we'll we'll always make time. Yeah, it's just if you get to a certain point where it's just question after question, question after question, and there's no plans on working, and there's no no leads and you know, it's not that we don't want to waste time. It's just we can't, we got to spend time with the people that are actually working. But yeah, at this phase, I mean, ask away. Yeah. It's like you, you get, Happy to help. it's like when you buy a new car and now you're looking for the new, the knobs. Where are the knobs? Right. Where's the volume? Where's the, where's the, like, what's on the, 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 the wheel? Like when you get a rental car, like you know how to drive. Yeah. It's just like, where's the e-brake on this thing? And, yeah. You know. How do you, how do you pop open the gas? So on the left or the right, that's all. Once you guys get accustomed to things, you guys will uh, take off and running. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Any other questions? No, not yet. No. All right. Okay. So we're going to go into the main topic today. So I uh, saw something by Brian Tracy on, on YouTube and the topic for today is more about habits and so we're going to go over his habits, his top six hab habits, and we're going to expand on this within the, the business, within the agency, within the insurance industry as, uh, as well. So these are the common top six habits of the most successful people. We're going to start off with uh, the daily habits of goal orientation. So Brian Tracy mentioned, you know, having the journal, creating, you know, your top three goals for the day end your day with creating more goals for tomorrow. So that way you're always thinking about what's the next move, right? And he mentioned, you know, if you're, if you come, you become what you think about most of the time. So if you keep thinking about your goals, you're going to end up achieving there. So as a, as an agent, as a, as a builder, what would be a good scenario, a good example of a, a daily goal setting? 
Well, as far as journal, I mean, that, that's kind of you on you personally. Mm -hmm. I, I think if you're going to take notes, like, you know, have a little notebook or have, have my digital notebook that I just write on. Yeah. So I'll scribble notes and then sometimes I'll go back and I'll flip through and I'll like, I'll look at a year ago and I'm like, I've made, I just wrote like one word and I'm like, I remember what I was thinking about, you know, during that time. So it helps to kind of track your progress that way. Now, the thing is in this business, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be too feeling oriented. It shouldn't be about like, how do I feel right now? Right. Cause it's like, it's a job. Right? Like, like if you worked at, if you worked at a McDonald's, no one asked like, how do you feel about making the fries? How do you feel about, you know, like changing out the uh, shake machine or cleaning, cleaning out the shake machine? No one cares. Yeah. So the thing is like, you got to focus on, on, on the metrics of which matters, which is in this business. I'm like, we're working on a project right now with a few people. And the thing is like, I'll ask, uh, they'll, they'll be like, oh man, this sucks or this is great or whatever. And I'm like, all right, how many, how many leads did you get? Yeah. How many, how many appointments did you book? How many people did you speak to? How many did you close? And like, I never asked like, hey, how did you feel about talking to that one lady in Iowa? Because no. it's, yeah. it's irrelevant. Right. We can't, we can't track this stuff. So as far as the journal part, maybe that part, it's not a bad idea to take, take down notes if you, if you want to like recollect later and, and, and measure certain things. But the most important thing is tracking numbers mm -hmm. and the daily journal is it's, that's the important part as far as tracking your business, whether, whether the, the steps you're taking is correct or incorrect. If it's something you need to alter, whatever it is, track your numbers. Yeah. So I, I would say, you know, within the journaling, we had, we had a great call with Nick Caban and he mentioned, you know, 200 dials gets me to a sale. So if the, you got to create your daily goals, make that one of them. Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to make sure I do 200 dials so I can make a sale and you track that. So you journal later on that day, did you accomplish that goal or you didn't? Right. And then, then you could journal out what were my distractions? What happened? Why did I, how did I accomplish it or why didn't I accomplish it? Any input, Joe? Um, no, I kind of agree with both, both of you guys said, I mean, like journaling works for some individuals and for others, it just really, I don't know, like it just it doesn't click for them to do it. But for me, I like taking notes and I like writing down my goals and then also like going back and seeing if I did accomplish those goals or just marking them off as I'm achieving them during the day. And then at night, obviously like, um, setting, setting goals for the next day or setting up or like just. I don't know, like concluding in your mind or on paper, how that went for you. Yeah. By writing it down, it manifests it. And you get to either figure out if you realized it or not. Yeah. Or at times, like, I think it also helps in like calming your mind to be right. able to kind of like step away from your day to day. Cause I mean, for yeah. the agents that are actively working, I mean, they're on the calls, you know, if they're doing 200 dials a day, you know, that they are getting hung up on, you know, that there's a lot of things within those 200 dials that arise. Um, so I do think like it's important for them to be able to just conclude like, how did that go? How did those conversations go? And just kind of note take and see where they can tweak up their skill um, because every conversation is different. And so not yeah. they're not gonna gain the same experience and every single day. It's really important when you do that at night because if that's the last thing you were thinking about, you know, when you go to your subconscious dreaming, yeah, your mind's gonna give you those answers whether you know you remember it, and then the next day you're back to thinking about you reboot and you're thinking about your goals again. Yeah. yeah. One one thing that John John does a lot, and I, I've seen I've noticed about him, and I do it from time to time. We just pull out our iPhones, take take a little note, but it's, it's different from actually physically writing it down, which is the reason why I got one of those writable things. Yeah. 
because you know you, when you write it out you can draw lines across yeah. john writes out in which you can barely that's read why i like typing out my notepads so terrible <laughs> so i do notepads <laughs> but it, it's imp- it's important you know th- so the thing is whatever you think about the most does it does manifest around you you know so if it's important to you start taking notes if you want to eliminate some of the emotional component of the business track your numbers so we're going to go into number two, which which adds into that. Uh, he went and said, be results oriented. OK, so you want to list everything you have to do. So uh, Kevin O'Leary mentioned that, too. Like he, he learned from one of the successful people. They would do a notepad and they would just write down one, two, three, three things that they got to accomplish that day. But Brian Tracy breaks it down and even says after you list it, now you want to prioritize it. OK. What's that one out of all the things you've listed down? What is the most important thing that you you had to do, right? And then if you tackle that and if you tackle that every single day, you're going to get the most important thing accomplished, Yeah. right? So yeah. what would be the one most important thing in our business, would you guys say? I would say um, probably making those dials for the agents. Yeah, that or buy leads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most important thing? Well, our most important thing is we got to sell in front of a client, right? Oh. How do you get to sell in front of a client? You got to dial. So when we see a lot of agents talk about like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna study this material first. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go read up and watch some more YouTube videos. That's not the most important thing. You could do that at 10 p.m. and, you know, on your drive time. But what's the most important thing when it hits 8 a.m.? You got to get on the phone. Well, I'd say I say buy leads because I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but sure. I don't want to spend money and then not try to get something out of it. Right. right. Like if, if it's a business venture, like the thing is, if I if I paid for a lead, like per, this past past weekend was a perfect example. I was traveling. I was out in Atlanta. I was mm-hmm. busy doing stuff out there for personal, some personal stuff. And then uh, and then the lead came in and I'm like, I was hoping it wouldn't come in because I didn't want to work. <laughs> but I'm like, it came in already. I'm paying for it. Yeah. yeah. So like well. sat there and just dialed it and then like didn't pick up. Then I sent the text message like, Hey, just getting back to you, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it activates the work. Yes. Yeah. Right. So the thing is like, if it were up to me, I'm based on how I feel, if I wanted to go and work, yeah. I'm not going to do it. You would have pushed yeah. that the next day or the next few days <laughs> until I'm desperate. I need money or whatever it is, right. but you know, but so for me, I, I put, I put certain steps in my business where it's just like automatically comes in. And then if you buy leads, you're going to work. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with what else said. It would be like buying leads because if they don't have leads, how would they call? Yeah. Like who would they call? So, yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know, being uh, resource oriented to get you set up in, in the right way, I would even recommend, you know, making sure to start your dial day, have an appointment at the start of your dial day <laughs> so you can't miss it. <laughs> so if you're going to start at eight the day before or previously, previous days, book an eight o'clock appointment. So that starts your day and then you keep on rolling. So number three, uh, be people oriented. So look into things uh, about your business on how you can help more, how you can help others so they can help you back. What are, what are the key things that you guys can uh, add to that in, in our business? Well, I mean, I know Joe and I do this every single day. So like, we're talking to people all day long, which I love. Okay. Sometimes sometimes it's just spending time with, with someone and they, they're, you know, they haven't really gotten to work yet. They're not a top producer by any stretch. You know, maybe they're new agent trying to hype themselves up, mm-hmm. trying to get themselves psyched up to, to get started. So for me, I mean, like, it's it's always exciting. You know, I, I like to uh, cultivate a little bit of relationship with them. And the thing is, don't know how it's going to play out exactly because they got to prove their work ethic. 
Yeah. They got to prove their, their actual commitment to this business and their business. Um, but you know, as far as, as far as, as far as me, I'm like, well, the thing is we could just have no relation. They can call me or not call me when they need something. Yeah. I'd rather just let them know, all right, I'm gonna spend a little bit of time with you. You know, we're going to try to make it business productive. And the thing is, if later on, if, if something comes up and you feel like you need help, but you're reluctant, we've developed this relationship. You, you feel comfortable reaching out to me because I'll be there for you. Right. So I think, I think that's, that's something that I try to, you know, put my attention into and just to make sure I at least let people know they're I'm available when they need it. And then however, however it turns out, that's the, that's the unknown. That's the part that we're going to figure out as we go along. So, but I think it's, it's that initial contact, right? You, you have to invest in your people because at the end of it all, if they make money, you make money. But if you leave them alone and, and they're not making money and they probably are looking for guidance, but they're too shy to ask for guidance. Right. It's a long lost history of a relationship, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, in all that, I think like it, it is really important to initially always be able to understand what the agent is trying to accomplish and what they're bringing to the table as well. And then that way it just makes it easier for them and for you um, when they're, you know, integrated into the team. And then you can also see, you know, because I mean, it, it, in my experience, it's like some new agents will say like, um, you know, or they have like a bigger picture in mind, but when it comes down to like taking action and getting started, it kind of takes them a little, a little longer. But if you, you know, ask them the like real questions and see where they're actually struggling or see why they're looking to move to another agency or, you know, ask them like the real stuff, you know, and not shy away from having them open up and see why they're seeking a new opportunity. I think it just solidifies your relationship and makes it easier on both, both parties. Cause then you have a better understanding what they're looking for. And then you can also just integrate them into what we already have plugged into, to the agency. Yeah. And that expands your business too. Cause now you're learning to write, to ask the right questions and then you're going to scale bigger because now you know how to filter those things out. Yeah. It's good. So number four, be health oriented. So you talked about eating less food, but eating more of the good food. I didn't write that part, the good food. <laughs> uh, and then he, he's, he mentioned, you know, the three main things, you know, you want to have good rest, you know, adequate, you know, food and exercise. Uh, expand on that about our business. Like who, who's like slept in before or who didn't get enough sleep and how, how does that relate to your business when you're a little bit sleep deprived? I'm sure we've all been through it. <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause the thing is like, we all go through a different emotional stages in our lives Maybe a girlfriend broke up with you. <laughs> Maybe you're having having a fight or, with your parents. Like who who knows? Or also with like age, I feel like our habits have like your habits have to change because you can't still continue to eat like you were 18. You can't continue to like do the exercise you were doing when you were 18. Or yeah, like you have to switch it up and make it work for where you're currently at. For your sleep, what's your sleep dead dead time like? You oh. can't sleep past this, or it's gonna ruin your day. Yeah. So for me, I yeah, I'm awake at like five in the morning and I'm asleep by 10. So if you go 10, 30, 11, it's going to throw you off. Um, it doesn't really throw me off, but I just know that I perform better when I'm, when I get my rest. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And then when it comes down to like food, it's important. Like I just, for me, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like eating like stuff that's just bad for you. <laughs> like the empty carbs, like the bunch of bad sugars and stuff like that because ultimately it just doesn't really provide me with like the energy that I need 
to like make my day as productive as possible. So, so yeah. So I think all those things kind of play into yeah, play into it. What about you, Bert? All that stuff totally applies to me. <laughs> but someone going through, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like he knows my, he's like he's staring into my soul. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love to have fun. I'm, I, I love I love a good whiskey. I, I love I love cigars. I love like staying out. I love you know I love spending time with people. So yeah. I used to be able to do that, and there was no consequences. Yeah. When I was younger, I'd bounce back, no problem. I could go. I could pull an all nighter, sleep maybe an hour. Sometimes not even sleep. I just go and then shower, go to work. I'd be, I'd be fine. Didn't used to need very much sleep. I would sleep like maybe like three hours a night. Jeez. And then I, you know, I'd, I'd feel fine. And then it hit, I hit a certain point in my of certain, certain age. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, started slowing down. Like, just it just like that momentum just couldn't carry me forward anymore. And I just felt like fatigued, and or I was dragging throughout certain parts of the day. And I'll be like, oh man, I just need another drink. And I have <laughs> not in an alcoholic way, but I'm just thinking like, you know, like I've been indestructible up to this point. Yeah. And then I hit a certain age. I think it was like once I hit forty, like it was just like slowing down, slowing down, slowing. Down. And then you start feeling like you would start feeling like the the type of junk you put into your body, like it no longer serves you. No longer, it, it never served you. It was served you in terms of having fun. I yeah. feel like it didn't serve you, or like it, it would get you through. Right. No, I feel like the junk in your food, like it hurts you now. Like now it does. It, it, well, you can you feel, feel it. it the next day, or yeah. you feel it, you know, later that night. Yeah. Right. Your, meta- your metabolism slows down and you can't bounce back the same way that so Bryce, you gotta enjoy your days if you want yeah, right man. now. Or you can avoid all that and actually just skip it because it's no good for you. Yeah, I judge food now. Like there's like a lot of tomatoes, like, oh man, let me get heartburn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not have it. It looks good. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a little bit. <laughs> and I'm like, am I getting old? And like I've been I've been in denial about this. But yeah, I mean, you you definitely need to make a conscious effort. Now the thing is, what are you doing it all for? Do you want to live a long time? Do you want yeah. you want to live a healthy life? And why do you want to do that? Yeah. You know, because the thing is, I do, I do want to live a long, healthy life because there's a lot more in business I want to accomplish. There's a lot more relationships I want to continue to cultivate. There's a lot more things that, that I need to do in my life before I die. Right. And then I can't do it if I'm working at half capacity. Like I've been getting gout. You yeah. know, <laughs> I got got it a couple of times. And yeah, it's because I drink too much. You know, I eat a lot of rich fatty foods and I totally recognize it's my responsibility. It's because of my actions. I'm the one that caused it. It it didn't used to affect my body so much as it used to, but now that I'm getting up, getting up in age, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta recognize, all right, well, I rec- recognize the causality of this thing. Yeah. How do I remove this if I want to get things done? And the thing is like, yeah, I could be laid up in bed and not do anything like I'm, I'm my own boss, but that sets me back professionally. Right. It sets me back. Like if, if I need, if I want people to be able to depend on me, like I can't help them if I can't help myself. Yeah. So these are things I just, unfortunately need to be mindful of. It's, I mean, it's going to be <laughs> good for be me long term. It sucks for me short term because I love drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love being able to just like hang out with buddies, like pop a couple bottles of wine and let's, let's, let's hang out and let's talk and let's have some cigars. But now it's just like, guess I got to be an adult. Or, or you just know the next day it's going to be shot. Yeah, it's good, it, and and I can't really accept that anymore. It's, it's like I can't I can't be struggling the entire next day because I wouldn't have a little bit too much fun the previous night. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, gotta eat, try to eat better. I mean, and I'm still human. I'm still, I'm still gonna mess up at times. Right, and then, but I just got I do got a plan ahead. I'm like, if it if it's a Saturday night, Sunday I'm probably not gonna be working in the morning, so might as well. Yeah, yeah you'll try have it that. tonight. Gotta yeah. be selective about it. Yeah, just think of your body as uh, a vehicle in the system, right? Whatever you're putting into it getting it rest are you getting it food and 
like whatever nutrition and yeah. exercise. So, but, but be aware of things. Like I just know my optimal time of sleep is like seven hours. It doesn't matter. Right. But if I sleep at 12 or one, then I'm not going to wake up at seven or eight. Right. Yeah. But if I sleep at nine, I'm up by four 30, which is a great thing. So now you just got to scale that same thing with food. I know like if I hit like over five hours to six hours, I'm going to get angry. I get a headache. And by the time I eat, I crash and I have to sleep like 30 minutes or I need an hour nap. You just got to know your body. Right. So, but when you're self-employed, you can't exactly call for a sick day the next day because your <laughs> sick day don't make you money in our business. So understand that. What are your sick days? You don't have sick days here. Yeah. No paid sick days. No, no holidays. Take all the sick days you want. You're just not making any money. Yep. I mean, unless you build a team. Right. Yeah. Now you have passive income. Uh, number five, staying honest. I didn't write too much about this, but having your integrity uh, in our business, uh, within your colleagues, along with, you know, your numbers, your submit, your clients, uh, how important is that in our business? Pretty self-explanatory, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you have a license. You can't mess that up. And then last part, number six, uh, self-discipline. Um, how can we relate more about self-discipline in our business and the good, the good and the bad of it? My thing is just, doesn't matter how you feel. If you if you know you got to get it done, just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just having the self-discipline. If you have enough systems, you have enough habits, the self-discipline is the foundation. That's what's going to carry you into our business. So if you don't have anything written down, so going back to number one, you're not resource-oriented, you're not going to be self-disciplined because now you're going to lead by, based on your emotion, whether you, you want to do it or you don't want to do it. If you have things to check off, you're going to do it. Right. So you want to build your, your, your systems first and then create the, the daily habits to it, uh, of it. And then that becomes your self-discipline. But if you guys need more help, that's where we can come in. We want to be able to help you out, streamline your process. Cause at, at the end of the day, it's the easiest part is you just buy leads and call, but then there's a lot of the mental parts and the habits parts. So hopefully this helps. Uh, if you don't have any other questions, we have this saved. It's going to be on YouTube on FFL elite clips. Please follow us and like to subscribe. And that's all we have for you guys today. Hey guys, thanks for watching. If you guys want to subscribe, click here. If you want to watch the next video, click here.